Welcome to God's Word for Life Lesson Companion Podcast, brought to you by Word of Flame Curriculum and the Pentecostal Publishing House. This podcast encourages adult disciples to think deeply about God's Word, further develop their personal relationship with Jesus Christ, and make a greater commitment to the purpose and plan of God for their lives. Let's dive into today's lesson and explore what it means to live out God's Word in our lives. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to God's Word for Life. I'm your host, Jonathan McClintock. This is a Lesson Companion podcast, so for those of you who are Word of Flame curriculum customers, we invite you to grab your Living Word Summer 2021 Lesson Manual or Student Workbook and turn to Lesson Number 3, intended for March 21st, 2021, the lesson entitled Faithful in Persecution. For those of you who are not Word of Flame curriculum customers, we invite you to grab your Bible, sit back, and let's dive into God's Word together. All right, well, before we look into God's Word together, if you want to go ahead and turn with me, we're going to be in Revelation chapter number 2. Before we do that, it really only takes a quick Google search to locate hundreds of articles about Christians being persecuted around the world. Since 2011, it seems as if persecution has intensified. Homes are being burned, crops and businesses destroyed, and thousands have been killed. Yet, The gospel is still shared, and our persecuted brothers and sisters cling to the words of Scripture and their hope for an eternity with Jesus Christ. Testimonies are shared throughout different relief organizations that are trying to help families with food and clothing and housing. But amid grief, fear, hunger, and displacement, the faith of those facing persecution is still very high. Furthermore, sincere gratefulness is often expressed for the help sent to the persecuted. These believers understand what it means to suffer with Christ. They find hope in the words of Revelation 2, verse 10, that says, Fear none of these things which thou shalt suffer. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. In addition, great comforts found in knowing the body of Christ all over the world is praying for them. Persecution can come in many forms and Pain of any kind can cause one to question God and life's purpose. It, it helps us to know we are not alone. It helps to know we can, we can help other believers through our prayers and generosity. And it helps to know that the future of those who remain faithful is full of life and joy in the presence of our Savior. Turn with me, if you would, to Revelation chapter 2. We're going to look at this lesson entitled Faithful in Persecution. Focus thought, we must remain faithful no matter the persecution that we may face. All right, let's look at Revelation chapter 2. We're just going to read four verses. Revelation chapter 2, beginning at verse number 8. And unto the angel of the church in Smyrna write, These things saith the first and the last, which was dead and is alive. I know thy works, and tribulation, and poverty, but thou art rich. And I know the blasphemy of them, which say they are Jews, and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried. And ye shall have tribulation ten days, but be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. Verse 11, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. He that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. 
Let's look at the focus verse is actually verse 10. Fear none of these things, or fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. This first verse that we read, verse number eight, talks about the church that was in Smyrna. And John hears um, this voice calling out to the church there. And the Lord has a few things to say to that church. The church in Smyrna was a very persecuted people. Um, Much of the Roman Empire during that time was hostile and disapproving of Christians. The persecution of Christians was spreading Uh, It began to spread in the late first century when this letter to Smyrna was written and continued for the next couple hundred years. Now, we haven't faced much persecution in modern America, North America, to be certain, although there are many nations around the world where they're hostile towards the Christian message. But how does Smyrna relate to us today? How could we maybe see ourselves in the city of Smyrna, the church at Smyrna? Well, I, I do believe that persecution is taking somewhat of a different form in the day that we're living on in, in the United States or North America. Maybe you're listening and you're not living in North America. Maybe you, you see persecution taking place in different ways in the nation that you live in. Though it might not be exactly the same around the world, you won't find many in North America, if any, who are being put to death because of their Christian beliefs. I believe that day could be coming, but there is persecution that we face, maybe in more subtle ways. Maybe your life doesn't feel threatened, but there are some areas where we might find ourselves persecuted, made fun of, um, talked about in a negative light. And how do we respond when that? I mean, thankfully, we're not facing uh, death sentences or prison because of our beliefs as of yet, but how do we face that? How, how do we uh, face when when people misunderstand or, or, or might treat us a particular way because of our beliefs, our apostolic beliefs, our separation lifestyle from the world? Our, how, how do people respond and how, or how do we respond when we face those things? So I, I think we, I think we do relate in some ways, though, the persecution the church at Smyrna faced probably more closely relates the persecution that uh, many in uh, non-Christian countries, Middle Eastern countries, uh, Far East countries, uh, that some of those countries that are hostile towards the Christian faith, where people literally do lose their lives for the gospel's sake. Uh, it might be show itself differently in different areas of the world, but we must make up our mind when we do face persecution that we we have to um, we have to have the right response, the right attitude towards that persecution. Uh, Jesus taught in, in Matthew chapter five and verse ten. He said, "Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven." Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you. Because of me, rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. 
So it is a important thing that we, if we find ourselves in periods or, or times of persecution, that we, in a sense, rejoice. Great is our reward in heaven when we face persecution and we endure persecution and we remain faithful during it. He goes on to say in Revelation chapter 2 about the church in Smyrna, I know your works, your tribulation, your poverty, even though you're rich. I know the blasphemy of them which say they're Jews or not, but a synagogue of Satan. In verse 10, he says, fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. And then he he goes on to say there will possibly be some of you thrown into prison and you'll stay there for a particular period of time, but just don't fear those things that come upon you. Why do you think he said, don't fear those things? Why can we then turn around and say that that we should not fear? Well, I was reminded Luke chapter 12, verse 4. The verse says, I tell you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body and after that can do no more. Don't be afraid of those who kill the body and after that can do no more. Of course, he then goes on, fear the one who can not only kill body, but can kill eternal soul, which is God himself. And saying we ought to turn our respect and fear towards God because God's really ultimately in control of everything. We shouldn't fear those that just threaten lives, just threaten the natural, just threaten us here, that just make fun of us, that just insult us, that speak evil against us, that that. And that, that's probably the the most that we're going to experience, at least in this present time in North America. But for those that live outside of North America and more hostile countries, that, that's, that doesn't even seem like persecution to them. They face death. They face um, harsh punishment if they are caught proclaiming the gospel or in a church service or underground service. So... This, this idea of persecution is different throughout the world, though I believe there will be more persecution as we draw closer to these end times. I believe there's going to be more. I, I pray I don't have to face it. I really do. I honestly pray I don't have to face it. But I do see my brothers and sisters that went on before me that are talked about in the scriptures that they endured it, and they endured it faithfully. And and, and if I have to endure it, God help me to, to, to endure it and to be faithful throughout it and and to not fear, to not fear uh, and, and let fear cause me to be silent and let fear cause me to not share the gospel and let fear cause, God help me not to, to let fear uh, paralyze my witness. We must not let that happen. We, we must fear none of those things. John writes here as the Spirit is speaking, he said, fear none of those things. So this might happen. You might be cast into prison. This might take place. That might take place. But it'd just be for a season. It'd just be for a time. Because we shouldn't, as, as Luke wrote, we shouldn't fear the one who uh, can just kill the body or just can just damage the, the, the present, the, the, the physical. Because once they've done that, that's all they can do. But we have a God who controls not only the physical, but controls the eternal. And no matter what happens to us in this life, we have hope that in the next life, we have hope that the resurrection will take place. And we have hope that we're going to live forever with him. And great, Jesus said in the Beatitudes in verses 11 and 12, great is your reward in heaven. He goes on to say in this verse, not only after he says, fear none of these things, you might be cast into prison, you'd be there 10 days. But then he says, be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown 
of life. Why then does he say, be thou faithful? Why would he say, but be faithful even to the end? Well, I was reminded of Psalm 18, verse 25. It says, to the faithful, you show yourself faithful. To the faithful, you show yourself faithful. I am so glad that we serve a faithful God. He's asking us just to be faithful to him. No matter what the outcome is of the persecution, no matter what takes place in our lives, no matter what comes against us, no matter what governments do, no matter what so-called friends do, no matter what neighbors do, no matter what, what people around us do, when we're standing up for the gospel and we are living our lives to please Jesus Christ, the Spirit here says, be thou faithful. Even if it's unto death, just be faithful. And we are promised to the faithful. He will show himself faithful. He is a faithful God. And if we will be faithful, and he says in another passage that if you're not ashamed of me, I will not be ashamed of you. So we can find ourselves in the midst of persecution. Do we, do we turn and, and act like Peter when he was persecuted there and he was, he was insulted and he was, he was called out there around the, the fire outside of the the. The, the area where Jesus was being tried and they came up to him and said, you look like one of his followers. He says, no, I'm not one. No, no you, your, your, your speech betrays you. You sound like one of them. He's like, I have no clue. I don't know the man. And then he was pressed again. And then Peter cursed. He denied Jesus. He res his, his moment of persecution, he responded weakly. He responded in a way maybe some of us would have. We, we very well may have, but God help us that if we ever face those moments of persecution, that we remain faithful, even if it's unto death. Of course, history tells us that the second time Peter faced persecution, well, he didn't face it just a second time. He faced it many more times. We can see throughout the book of Acts, Peter faced persecution after that moment. I'm, I'm sure in the back of his mind, he said, I'm never going to react like I did around that fire when I denied my Lord. He forgave me. He saved me. He's filled me with his spirit, and I will never respond that way again. And from that but that point on, Peter always responded boldly. Peter always responded in faith. And Peter remained faithful in the face of persecution. He remained faithful in the face of persecution. I, I think it's important. I, I think it's important. One thing we can do this very week in response to this lesson that we have heard. I think one thing we can do is we can begin to pray for our brothers and sisters who are being persecuted around the world. They are saints of God who are, who are living faithful lives, faithful to God in the midst of hostile circumstances and nations who are, who are hostile towards the Christian message and the biblical message. And we need to take some time. I wish you'd take some time this week, every day this week, praying for those. You might not know any of their names. You might not have any clue the exact countries that they're in. Do a quick Google search. Find out where some of these pockets of these churches, these persecuted Christians are at, and begin to pray. Pray this week. Let's pray this week for those, our brothers and sisters, who are being persecuted around the world, that they would stand firm, that they would stand strong, that they would endure the affliction, that they would endure the persecution, that they would remain faithful because their reward is great in heaven. So let's this week pray for our persecuted brothers and sisters around the world. And let's also pray. We don't know what persecution we're going to face. The, the persecution we face now in the form of, of, of 
people making fun of us or people misunderstanding our our, our lifestyle or, or people um, degrading us or putting us down or, or laughing at us, whatever it may be, it's so minor compared to what these other brothers and sisters are going through around the world. But we need to remain faithful in the areas we are persecuted. We must remain faithful. We must not lash out or become angry. We must realize this is because they, if they, he said, if, if they persecute me, they're going to persecute you. So we ought to, we ought to every time things come against us, we ought to somehow slow ourselves down and remind ourselves, I'm being persecuted. Things they're saying that against me, or they're 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 mocking me because I'm a child of God, and because they mocked Him, I can take this. I can live with this. I can endure this. I'm going to remain faithful no matter what. And if the if the fires of persecution become even stronger in the area in the place that you live, if things be, get grow worse and worse pray. Let's pray this week that God would help us to remain faithful because our eyes are not set on this world. Our eyes and our hope are not, it's not, our hope's not anchored in this world. We have hope that is anchored beyond the natural into the eternal. And if we will endure, if we will remain faithful, if we will not fear the things that might come to pass, don't don't sit around and fear it and worry about it and think about it all the time, but pray that God would cause you to be strong and to be bold and to remain faithful no matter what kind of persecution comes your way. Spend time in prayer this week for our, for our persecuted brothers and sisters and spend time contemplating and thinking about, oh God, I want to be faithful no matter what persecution comes my way. I want to honor you with the life that I live. Lord Jesus, we are so grateful for your word. We're thankful, God, for the the examples that we see and read throughout scripture of believers and Christians just like us who are are people just like us and they endured such great persecution but they remain faithful to the end and I know their reward is great in heaven God help us in these last days as believers as as sold out individuals Christians believers apostolic spirit filled believers we want to remain faithful no matter what comes our way no matter what kind of persecution comes our way oh God we pray you'd keep us from persecution but we know God things in these last days might grow worse and will grow worse and worse and no matter what we have to face I pray Lord that you would make us faithful help us to stand strong help us to stand faithful not be afraid of what comes our way but we will hold tightly to you keep our eyes fixed on you and keep our hope anchored in eternity where you live and we will forever and ever in the name of Jesus amen thank you for listening to God's word for life Lesson Companion Podcast, where together we explore what it means to live out God's Word in our lives. If you haven't yet, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. And if you are looking for other Bible study tools and resources to encourage you in your walk with God, visit us today at PentecostalPublishing.com.